Welcome to McGonigal's Chronicles, Making Montana Connections. I'm KRTV and KXLH anchor and reporter, Tim McGonigal. Cole Hauser is responsible for helping create one of television's most iconic characters. As the no-nonsense ranch foreman and enforcer Rip Wheeler on the fictional Dutton Ranch in Montana, Hauser has helped propel Yellowstone to rating success that few ever dreamed of when the show debuted in 2018. Hauser has been displaying his on-screen talents for much longer than that. His film credits include Goodwill Hunting, School Ties, and Dazed and Confused, acting alongside the likes of Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and Matthew McConaughey. And he comes from a strong entertainment bloodline with parents and grandparents all involved in the film industry. When I interviewed him in December, he explained his deep Montana roots, which date back to the 1800s, when industrialist and former Montana Territorial Governor Samuel Thomas Hauser was in the state. Hauser is much more than the rip we see on TV. He's gearing up for his directorial debut. And as we reported last year, he's also heavily involved in the production of the Montana bottled Lazy K Bar Bourbon Whiskey. Hauser's also the person behind Free Rain Coffee, a product that led to a legal action with Yellowstone creator Taylor Sheridan. That's an incident Hauser chose not to discuss during our December interview. But he was open about his time on Yellowstone, his family, and what lies ahead. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Cole Hauser. Hey, Cole, in, in doing research, uh, uh, you come from uh, a very <clears throat> impressive bloodline of uh, film and production people. Uh, was acting something that uh, that you always wanted to to do? No, sports was my first love. And in fact, I didn't really know that my father was an actor until I was about 14 years old. My mom didn't really um, tell me. So when I started doing plays, she came to me and she said, you know, this is actually what your father does. And and I oddly enough, I was watching a movie about a year prior to that. And I was late at night and I was watching a guy and his name was Wings Hauser. And I, I never went to my mom and asked, but I just thought it was coincidence. But, you know, obviously my family's been in it since the beginning of time. I mean, Harry and uh, Jack and the Warner Brothers, um, you know, Sam, Abe, you know, they created sound and film. I mean, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I mean, Sam sunk sound and film, which is obviously changed the meter for uh, all the studios back then. Um, so I'm proud of, uh, you know, what they've accomplished. And I've, you know, continued, I hope to, you know, tell great stories. And, um, you know, as I get a little bit older, I'm now directing and writing and um, I'm look forward to uh, the world seeing what I, I have on in my pocket for the next couple of years. Yeah. When you say that you were interested in sports to begin with, what, uh, what sports are we talking? Anything with a ball. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I mean, in addition to Yellowstone, you've also got an impressive film resume and, and it, it goes back uh, quite a ways. Uh, I remember School Ties. I think I watched it when it first came out uh, and I watched it again last week just to just to see, because <laughs> at the time I was like, I, I wouldn't have probably known. I, heck, I didn't even know who Matt Damon or Ben Affleck was, but yeah. uh, School Ties, Dazed and Confused. Uh, do you have a favorite role? years ago, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a favorite role of... Uh, of those or those early movies, uh, maybe before you did uh, the yellow. The first one's always got a you know a big piece of your heart, you know. The, and the cast was amazing, you know. It was Brendan Fraser, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, mm -hmm. Randall Battenkoff, you know, Andrew Lowry, Anthony Rapp. I mean, the list goes on, you know, of wonderful people. And Sherry Lansing and Stanley Jaffe were you know running Paramount at the time, and it was just a, a wonderful experience, you know, to to have that as my first film. But I mean, there's so many of these, you know, roles that I've done since they all have a piece of my heart. Yeah. And that school ties movie. Uh, I mean, that's got a powerful message back then. It's got a powerful message even yeah. today. So uh, yeah. go watch that folks. All right. 
Well, um, did you ever have any idea that Yellowstone would become the phenomenon that it has become? No, nobody did. I mean, anybody that says that's full of shit. But, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, I think what we did, you know, which is, you know, pretty amazing is is we we cultivated a kind of a grassroots, you know, the interior of the country really fell in love with it and it built out, you know, and I think when you do that, you end up having a core audience, you know, that that will stick with you. Even when we take a, a year and a half off or whatever, they still come back and watch it. And I think that's kind of what we're doing with the whiskey, you know, and, and starting it in Montana is that grassroots feeling, you know, of, of wanting to do something not only for the state that I love and Lucian loves and Brit, you know, but us as partners is bringing something to the Montanians and saying, hey, you know what, let's be proud of something that obviously the, the juice was, you know, in eight years, it'll be from here in Montana. But, you know, something that we, you know, honor, you know, the culture of the Montanians. Okay. And uh, Cole, can you talk about the, how you uh, came to be Rip Wheeler? Did they, did they call you? Did you seek out that role? Uh, and, and then your reaction when you found out that you had been cast as uh, one of the great characters on TV. Thanks. Um, so John Linson, who I've known for over 30 years, is the co-creator. Um, obviously, Taylor Sheridan is the other creator. And John said, look at the script. You know, let me know what you're thinking. And so I went back to John and I said, the only role for me is Rip. And so he put me in touch with Taylor. We got on the phone. We talked for probably an hour and a half. And he said, the role is yours, you know, if that's what you want to do. You know, he'd been watching me from afar for a very long time. Uh, he was a former actor. In fact, I think he auditioned in a couple movies that I got. And he's, you know, he made jokes about it later. But um, and uh, and then him and I just, you know, became really, really tight. And, you know, it wasn't a big role at the time. And we just started talking, you know, on our off days and, you know, let's create, you know, a true American man, you know, and that harkens back to the the old days. But, you know, also understanding that, you know, we, we can't go back too far and we, you know, we have to somewhat be a part of, you know, the, the times. And so I think, you know, we just started working on that and working on it and, and it, it has evolved, you know, over the last, you know, five and a half seasons, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Is it surprising to you to see, I mean, I see some of the merchandise, the hats, the, the shirts, and they've got the, the rip uh, outline with the glasses and the hat. And some of them say, take them to the train station or whatever. Is that, when you see that, because we see it all the time in Montana here, uh, at little stores and stuff like that. That's got to be kind of, kind of, kind of. An My amazing mother thing. bought a Halloween costume the other day. And I think that kind of <laughs> says it all. You know, she, uh, she didn't dress up as Beth, but you know, she, uh, she has all the, um, the stuff that's come out, you know, over the last, you know, five years and she's kept it. And she even has, I think, uh, like a life-size, uh, uh, you know, poster of me in her window. So <laughs> she says that that basically protects her. <laughs> so awesome. listen, it's, it's all pretty wild to, to see that kind of stuff, but, uh, you know, ultimately what matters to me is the work and, you know, continuing to do a great job and, and entertaining the audience. All right. Well, we've heard that Yellowstone uh, is is nearing its end, second half of season five being the last. And but there are other series we've heard on the franchise of the uh, series in the franchise. We know that there's 1883. There's been 1923, but also yeah. talk of a sequel. Uh, any 
uh, talks about you being involved in those? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> All right. We'll, yeah. we'll keep that in mind. Uh, and what, what, if anything, can you tell us about the final episodes of, of Yellowstone? I haven't read it yet. You know, I, I'm going to actually go out and see Taylor in the next couple of weeks here. And, uh, you know, we'll sit down and, and chat about, you know, the future. Okay. Uh, the rip character we see on Yellowstone, uh, is, is he similar to the Cole Hauser that people see off the set? And if so, how? Um, no, I mean, there's pieces of me in every character that I've played, but, you know, um, he's a, you know, a great conglomerate of Taylor's unbelievable writing and, and my, you know, ideas on screen, you know, and they've merged together, you know, I think very nicely. And obviously the response has been great, but uh, there's not too much. I mean, I'm, I'm a family guy. I'm a pretty simple guy. I guess in that way, I'm like Rip, but, you know, I got three kids and five dogs and I live a pretty simple life. All right. Well, I, I was trying to think of who who Rip reminds me of, and I'm a, I'm a sports fan. And I thought, you know, he reminds me a lot of Joe Montana because you're so cool and level-headed on the show. Uh, but you are, uh, you can be heavy handed when, when needed. So uh, that's a, Joe is a killer. He was a sweet guy, but he was a <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what about other acting projects for you? You got anything else on the horizon? I do. Yeah, I got a lot. Um, I'm going to direct a film next year called The Westies, which I wrote, which is about the rise and fall of the Irish mob in the 1970s. And it's based on a true story about Mickey Featherstone and Jimmy Coonan. Um, so I'm excited about that. That's my first directorial de debut. I mean, I actually did a PBR, um, like seven minute kind of short uh, for the PBR and Sean Gleason. And that just came out. Um, the other day. So that's kind of the first thing I did, but this will be a full length feature. So I'm excited about that. And then I've written some other stuff chosen, which is about Korea. Um, and that's more of a, a limited series. Um, and there's a few other things, Dakota damned, which is about the oil boom in the, in the Dakotas in the forties. Um, so there's a lot going on, you know, I'm excited about the next few years, you know, and I'm excited about this bourbon company, lazy kid yeah. bar. You know, staying busy. I, I want, yeah, I want to see this take over Montana, and and I think it will. And then from there, we'll move on to the next states. Well, you've teamed up with uh, David Lucian with the uh, Lazy K Bar Ranch in your Big Timber, and also yeah. uh, I understand Britt West, a well-known, longtime uh, alcohol industry veteran at a at a Livingston, to make Lazy K Bar Bourbon. Uh, tell me why you decided to uh, branch out into the bourbon business. Well, I mean, listen, it's been a, a long time coming. Um, there's been a lot of different things that have been thrown my way, um, but this made the most sense, you know, given the fact that Lucian is third generation. Uh, Britt West, you know, is one of the leaders in the alcohol space, uh, along with Gallo. Um, my family history, you know, us being there since the 1860s uh, in the Helena area in Livingston. And then also, you know, bringing out something that's, you know, iconic, you know, kind of symbol of Montana. And it has been for, you know, over a hundred years is bourbon in Montana. And so, you know, for me personally, I just, everything fell in to the right slot and I just thought it's the right thing to do. And I, I now in tasting it, it's, it's damn good. <laughs> yeah. And I think you uh, seem to be the type that have probably tasted a, a brand of whiskey or two. And uh, this one is, uh, oh, yeah, sounds yeah. like it's right up there. I have not 
tasted it yeah, yet. It's... I'm a whiskey aficionado. I've been drinking it for you know a very long time. <laughs> All right. Well, you said uh, your Montana uh, history, family history, dates back to 1862. Can you tell me a little bit more about that and uh, you, the your family's uh, roots in in Montana? Well, I still have a ton of family there, and obviously Idaho, Wyoming, Washington State. But uh, Montana Samuel T. Hauser arrived there and. In the 1800s, and, and I think it was 1862, and he was a banker um, first in Helena. And, you know, obviously Lake Hauser, uh, the Hauser Dam, he created that to help with the uh, the farming industry back in in the late 1800s. Uh, pretty cool history I'm proud of, uh, obviously, not only as a Montanian, but, you know, as somebody who's an American as well. All right. Uh, getting back to the bourbon, what, what, in your opinion, as someone who's tasted a lot of bourbon, a lot of whiskey, what makes yeah. this one stand out from, from others? It, the smoothness of it. I mean, it's a good thing and a bad thing, depending, you know, on the <laughs> evening, you, you know, you can drink a half a bottle of it real easy, uh, wow. which is good for us and good for people that really love the taste of a nice smooth bourbon, but, uh, it, it, you know, it scored a 98 out of a hundred, which is unheard of. Um, you know, I, I was around Montana and I really, you know, didn't let people bullshit me. And I said, Hey, what do you really think of this? You know, and people that are, you know, pretty high up on the food chain when it comes to tasting whiskeys and, you know, they, they weren't bullshit. And they, they, they said, this is, this is quality stuff, you know, and, and I know when people are, you know, full of it. So we're pretty excited about, you know, it obviously being in Montana, but in time, you know, hopefully the world will be able to taste it. All right. Well, I know it's uh, distilled in Kentucky, uh, which I think is true for all bourbon uh, or most for bourbon, now, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, but it's bottled in Bozeman. Um, yeah. Are there any of the ingredients in this that are, are from Montana? Not yet, my man. We're going to, we're working on it as we speak, you know, um, and, uh, you know, it takes obviously eight years to cultivate a, a great batch. And so we're in the process of doing that. Okay. Well, you're obviously uh, encouraging people to, to drink the whiskey, but obviously drink responsibly too. Yes, of course. Don't drink <laughs> and right. drive. Yeah. Uh, Cole, I know that uh, you're also involved with a free rain coffee. Uh, yeah. Tell me about that and what separates that from the rest of the coffee brands out there. I mean, listen, I I spent a year, um, you know, creating this from the ground up, not only just, you know, it's a Western brand, but it's a brand for everybody. But, you know, most importantly is, you know, it's roasted here in America, in San Angelo, Texas. Um, you know, we've put some wonderful people together, you know, not only in Texas, but also Arkansas. Um, and the response has been great. You know, we've been working with veteran organizations and every bag that you buy over the holidays, a dollar goes to, you know, um, to a veteran organization. So we've, we've raised, you know, a lot of money in the last three months. We're all really proud of what we've accomplished. And, uh, you know, the world is, is our oyster right now. Hopefully it'll uh, continue to do well. You've got kids, you said. Do, do you uh, want them to follow in your footsteps as an actor? Or are you one of the guys that says, do what you want with your life and just... Yeah, no, I... Listen, they're all athletes. They love what they do. You know, I think they see how much time I'm away from uh, them and, and my wife. And so I think they would opt never to do that. Um, so, um, but uh, they all respect the fact of, you know, what do I do? And, and it's just, I think it's, sometimes it's a tough life to to balance family and, and career. So 
um, I think I've done a good job, but at the same time, too, that, you know, I'm not always around. Yeah. Uh, maybe you'll have a future sports star in your, maybe the next Shohei Otane. And uh, that wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> I got I got um, a 15 year old that's a killer in football. And then I got a daughter who uh, actually is an unbelievable basketball player. So I'm pretty proud of them. All right. Good deal. Uh, you have been in the business for a long time. So what advice would you give to maybe someone breaking in as an as an actor or performer? You know, it's been so long since, you know, the 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 way that I got into the business was through plays, you know, and, and I went to New York and I, you know, pounded on doors and auditioned and, and then moved out to Los Angeles and did the same there. You know, today it's the world of, um, you know, social media and all those things. I, I don't even know how you get into it. Um, but what I can tell you is that, you know, ultimately, I think plays are still, you know, very meaningful. I think that, you know, cast and directors and agents and managers all go to go watch those. So, you know, that would be my advice is, you know, go and put in the time, hit the streets, knock on doors. And you know what, if you, uh, if you work hard enough, you'll, you'll get to where you want to be. Uh, any uh, acting work as far as plays uh, in, in uh, your uh I mean, you said you started out in plays, but any have you yep. done any work on, say, Broadway or anything like that? Or is that something you'd like to do? No, maybe? I've had a few yeah. offers, but, you know, I honestly, you know, with Yellowstone and, and then all the other stuff I have, it's just, you know, the, the, that would take up another three months of my year. And I I just I don't have the time right now, but maybe gotcha. down the road, okay. maybe. We'll yeah. Well, uh, I know you've got you some strong Montana ties. And of course, you you film when you guys film the, the, the show. It's in Montana. Yeah. But uh, do you ever get up here? Uh, I guess probably you do when you're helping with the whiskey company. Uh, do you get to spend much time in Montana? And if so, uh, where do you? I'm always up there. I've been up there more than I've been in my my home state of Florida. <laughs> I mean, I was just up there um, cruising around the state. And then before that, I did three events for veterans up there. Um, nice. Summer. Um, I have tons of, like I said, family and friends, you know, down in Hamilton, Darby, all the way up to Whitefish, Helena, Livingston. Big Timber, you know, the um, Red Lodge, you name it. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking yeah. as a uh, Helena native uh, and now knowing a little bit more about the history of, of Hauser Lake and Hauser Dam, that uh, that makes sense and makes me a, a fan of Cole Hauser and Rick Wheeler even even more. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. <laughs> by the way, have All you right. gone by the, the Hauser uh, mansion in the, in the old town? Uh, yeah, I have like actually a ghost tour in Helena and, and yeah. they have a tour and they, they go by that. So I took my kids there about two years ago. It was a really cool tour actually of Helena. Yeah. All right. I, I, it was, it's been a long time since I've uh, seen that, but, uh, it's another thing to, to reacquaint myself with, I guess. So maybe when it warms up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, Cole, uh, thank you so much. Good luck with the, uh, Final episodes of Yellowstone and all the other projects, the whiskey, the coffee, and the, just everything that you got going on. I appreciate you taking time. Thank you. You've been listening to a conversation with actor Cole Hauser, who plays Rip Wheeler on the hit TV series Yellowstone. And according to several media entertainment websites, the final episodes of Yellowstone will premiere in November of 2024. Now remember, you can subscribe to McGonagall's Chronicles wherever you get your podcasts, and you can follow the podcast on social media. I'll be back soon with another interesting guest with a Montana Connection. Until then, for McGonagall's Chronicles, making Montana connections, I'm Tim McGonagall.